Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Pastor Corey, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, yeah, it's good to be joining you from Idaho. I hope to be back in Whitman County uh, soon. We, we hope to see you back in Whitman County soon. even yeah, if from, from a, distance. a distance. Yes, yes. Hey, it's, it's good to be on the podcast. We've got a lot to talk about today, so we should jump right in. Uh, yeah. What do you want to talk about first? Our, the Thanksgiving week and yeah, let's gratitude campaign, Gratitude Lights Our Way? Yeah, so Thanksgiving is this week uh, in just a couple of days, uh, and we are in the month of gratitude. Uh, so uh, even though Thanksgiving is arriving on Thursday, we have some things going through the 30th. Um, so we've been posting daily a, a um, question, what are you thankful for, with a prompt on Facebook. And so those will continue through the end of the month so people can look for those. The Tower of Gratitude will be up through the end of the month at the very least. So I want to encourage people to stop by, uh, fill out a leaf, a magnetic leaf with what you're thankful for, put it up on there, add your thanks to the tower. I just saw somebody stop by and do that. Um, so it's all outside so that just as a reminder to everybody, so you don't have to come in the church. Doesn't matter if, you know, the building's closed or anything like that. The resources are on the porch. Uh, there's thank you notes out there. You can still send thank you notes. It's always a good time to say thank you to somebody. Uh, so feel free to pick those up. They're free. They're available. We've got a variety of different thank you notes. Um, we have our verse of the week, our, 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 uh, uh, What's our verse of the week this week, Tim? Lamp and light journey, uh, mini mini lamp and light journey for the month of November. So week four is Psalm 9-1, which says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. Um, I love that. I love this verse because I think it's so important to recount the wonderful deeds, to remember <laughs> the things that we're thankful for. Because when, you know, if you're feeling a pity party for yourself, you think you don't have anything to be thankful for. This happens to me. I know it happens to other people. Depending on your life circumstances, count your blessings. Uh, there's real power in that. You know? <laughs> you know, Tim, can I give a tangible example of that right yeah, here? Yeah, please. You know, uh, so I'm in a cabin and I could get all pity party like uh, because of my exposure, I've had to be away from my family. But then I got, you know, bags of cookies from Robin Blair that, that you know, tangible blessing. I'm just really good, too. And my brother, uh, Amazon Prime, sent a two-pound bag of M&Ms. I've showed this to multiple people. Yes. You know, uh, Tina dropped off in a socially distant way avocados. I'm a big avocado on toast guy. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. I, have, I have avocados in a cabin, and I don't. I mean, these are just small blessings, uh, but you know, I could complain or I could look around and say, you know, there's a lot of good. Uh, and, and yeah. yeah. And beyond those, those tangible things, there's, there's love and care from right. people who, who love you. And that's um, even that's more behind the cookies, maybe right. behind the M&Ms. I think my brother's trying to fat me up. I'm but... feeling a little left out about the M&Ms. I mean, <laughs> you want some, Tim? Can you reach over? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you can get them. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you're right. Behind that is people who love and care for me. 
And, you know, Tina and I talk about this, that we need to be better at it, have a discipline of remembering what God has always done for us. Sometimes we get into a lean period financially, or you just kind of go through different periods in your marriage or family life or like, ah, this, this period is difficult, you know? Uh, And a good thing to do is remember what God has already done for you. Amen. Uh, And, you know, Tina and I have been through some lean times, some tough times. Um, not trying to compare that with anybody else's, but I'm just saying God has always brought us through. God's always been good. Uh, and, you know, we just need to remember that. Uh, so I really like that recounting too. And and spiritually, the big picture, right? Remember that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he always died on the cross for your sins. And he always rose from the grave. And he's always offering you his Holy Spirit, and Amen. that's going to be true every day of your life. Amen. So I remember me of another one of our verses um, from, again, from the Psalm 118.1, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, right? Because his steadfast love endures forever. It's there always uh, for us, and uh, that's good news. Um, yeah. Well, and then there's one last kind of event for yeah Thanksgiving, uh, for Thanksgiving, you know, and on Wednesday, the turkey. The, are we doing a turkey thing? We're, we're just not, kidding. We're not doing a turkey thing. Uh, on the 25th, which is the eve of Thanksgiving, Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m., we are going to gather in person outside at the bell tower here at the church for a brief Thanksgiving service where we'll have... Uh, How are we going to do that when we're not supposed to gather? Uh, well, we're going to gather wearing our masks, socially distanced in our family groups, that's allowed folks that's That's allowed allowed. Mm -hmm. and we're going to do it and give glory and praise to god and share our thanks uh with each other and and uh, we'll have a a brief message and uh it's going to be good um so we want to invite people to participate in that Uh, you can join us at the bell tower at 6 30 p.m on wednesday november 25th and we'll have a service of thanksgiving no matter the weather no matter the weather, no matter the weather, you can stay in your car and tune it in. You can, if there's rain, you can get an umbrella. You can come outside if you want. You can stay in your car. Uh, it'll be on the internet only if we have good weather, which is right, kind of right. ironic. Um, yeah, the equipment can't be out in the rain. Just leave it in. Yeah. So if weather's good, we'll have it online, but it will for certain be over the radio, uh, 107.5 in Palouse. Uh, in and around Palouse for just a, a short. So if the weather's good, you could stay home and watch it on the internet. But if the weather's bad, you got to get out and come up. <laughs> so, so if you're able to come out, uh, come out and, and give thanks uh, at the Thanksgiving service. I'm probably going to join remotely and listen on the radio. Uh, well, I am going to join remotely and listen on the radio. So hopefully if I'm in Whitman County by that time. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, cool. And, uh, and we're shifting after Thanksgiving uh, to Advent because Advent, the season of Advent starts this Sunday, uh, November 29th. So uh, we're shifting and we have some Advent resources and our, our Advent theme, it, again, involves light. It's light out of the darkness, right? That right. we're we're looking for the light that God is offering us, even in the midst of dark and difficult times. And that, that goes along with the, the Advent idea of watching and waiting and looking for the Lord. So, yeah, yeah what do we got for Advent? Well, our, uh, yeah, our, well, our big, uh, our big 
news, I guess, is that we're going to do a, a make your own grab and go, grab and go Advent, uh, Advent wreath or Advent candle holder. Um, it's not a wreath itself, but um, we've got uh, our friend Justin who has some beautiful scrap wood at his shop. He's uh, put together some, uh, some pieces of wood for us and we've got candles and uh, we're going to provide you with uh, some weekly prayers and scriptures that you can do at home uh, so you could you could light your candles with us during the worship service each Sunday or you could do it like on a Sunday evening as you gather around the table with your family and and uh, read scripture say a prayer light the candles but it's a way that we can be connected to each other and united in this um, in this journey through the Advent season as we as we look to God's light, as we wait with uh, anticipation and expectation that God is going to come, uh, and and we want you to be able to do that, even though we're not gathering together for we, worship on Sundays in person. We should have you do a whole video on that with your wife, uh, describing it and like showing us how it works. Done, man. It's already... <laughs> It's in the bag. Just got to get it uploaded. So okay, cool. Uploaded for people to take a look at here pretty soon. You you can pick those up at the Thanksgiving service, or uh, afterward. So uh, they'll be available. they'll be outside. Outside, yeah. Okay. So, Are there other Advent resources? So yeah, we've got uh, we've got some nativity sticker sheets. We've got make your own Advent ornaments where you color them and glue them together and tie them on your tree with the theme of. Uh, each one, hope, peace, joy, love, and, and Christ uh, at the end. Um, and we have a, an online um, or, or digital devotional that's available too. Uh, thanks to a generous donation from somebody in the church, they provided 100 digital copies of the Christianity Today Advent devotional. So there's uh, a link on our website to that under worship resources. And you can uh, follow that link to download your copy. First hundred, cool. first hundred uh, copies, and then they're gone. Um, but if you want a paper Advent devotional, we've even got some of those hanging around uh, from years past. So give us a call at the office. Let us know, and I'll make sure we get that to you. Uh, we don't want anybody cool. to be resourceless during Advent. We've got lots of opportunities. So. Things for families, things, you know, ornaments, coloring sheets, devotionals. Uh, I'll be doing Advent Bible reading plan starting December 7th, uh, waiting to a little bit into uh, December. So if you're on the Bible app, look for that Bible reading plan. We'll talk more about that as we get closer. Any other resources, Tim? Um, That's a lot. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. We might add stuff as the month goes. You never know. That's always an opportunity. Yeah. Um, we're always looking for things that can help people out. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cool. Can I mention one more Thanksgiving thing? That's a community sure. thing. Um, yeah. You know, our library was planning to do the, their annual Turkey leg fun run that raises money for our library, which many of us enjoy. Um, they've had to cancel of course, due to the new, uh, guidelines from our, our state for how we can gather together. Uh, but just want to encourage people to still support the library. And uh, I know I've seen your family down there at the Turkey Leg. It's been, since we've come, it's been an annual tradition for us. 
So if you have a chance to drop a donation off to the um, turkey leg um, or down to the library, you know, do that. Uh, support, find ways to support your community still in the midst of these times. Uh, yeah. So, so the, the Palouse Library, and they use that uh, turkey leg uh, fundraiser every year to buy books that stay at the Palouse Library. And they've yeah. had money in the past enough to give a small scholarship to a graduating senior. So all the money helps helps us here locally so yeah yeah thanks for saying that tim um good good anything else on that or are we going to dive into our weekly let's, let's dive into the scripture okay so as as we said advent is uh the theme is light out of the darkness and our our uh couple of our key verses uh I, well one in particular isaiah 9 to is about uh, God's promise of to shine light to the people who are walking in darkness. And it's written to the people of Israel uh, in a difficult time, uh, but telling them that God is, God's our light. And it just says, Isaiah 9, 2 says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. And it continues with a bunch of good promises about God's light and a coming king, uh, this prince of peace, who's the who's the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, who we know as Christians to be Jesus. And uh, so Isaiah 9, 2 says that God, is, God has this light for us and it's coming. And so in Advent, we are, we are people of expe expectation, expectancy. Yes. <laughs> uh, we are looking for the light of God. We're looking for him to uh, come true on his promises. And we have hope that he will. God, uh, God always keeps his promises. So that means we need right. to be watching and waiting for God. And he will bring light out of our darkness, not just at the end of history, but in the midst of our lives, he has promised for his light to shine. And um, there's another scripture in Psalm 139. I forget the number, but uh, that that uh, darkness is as light to God, you know, there's, there's no darkness that can overcome him. And in the gospel of John, we've seen that with Jesus too, that he's the light of the world and no darkness can overcome him. So it's a real theme in scripture right. uh, that, that God's light is greater and light can come out of darkness or can even overcome darkness. And so that's yeah. going to be our general theme. Uh, and then we're going to focus on, as always, the, the sub themes of Lent are hope, peace, joy, and love as we go through the four Sundays and then, and then Christ tying together all of that. And, and so the, the first scripture is uh, for this Sunday is Isaiah 29, 11. And I know many people have maybe heard this scripture before. Jeremiah. I just wonder, what's that? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Did I say Isaiah? You did. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Sorry. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you future and uh, a future and a hope. And th this is a wonderful verse. It says that God has good plans for us, right? And he, he, he has uh, shalom or welfare planned for us, not evil, but good, right? He has a future and a hope for us. But a lot of times this verse is ripped out of its context. And this verse was written uh, by Jeremiah, but God gave Jeremiah this message to write to people, to Is Israel's people who had been exiled in Babylon. Mm. So it was written in a really dark time. The people had been taken away from their homeland, essentially enslaved, taken captive, 
And God is writing them an encouraging message that he's not done with them yet. They have this consequence to go through. They have this difficulty to go through. But God is still for them and has a good plan for them. And so, you know, in this pandemic situation we're in, in this divisive culture we're in, maybe you're in a personal time of darkness. Uh, and I'm not saying that's the consequence of your, your sin, but but what I am saying is that God, no matter what our situation, no matter what captivity we feel that we're finding ourselves in, God's light is greater. God's plan is more persistent and he is working his plan and we need to trust that. And then we, we need to persevere in it. We need to uh, live with love. We need to live with patience. We need to live with kindness. But But first and foremost, we need to live with faith that God is good and working his plan even if loved ones we have die or the darkness of grief comes in or financial difficulty. In the case of Israel, even if your whole country is taken captive, uh, God is still good and working a good plan and his, his word will come true. And the, it was proved true because they had 70 years of captivity, but God did bring them out of it. I mean, they should have dissolved. They should have not existed anymore, but God did rescue them. Uh, this historically happened. And God continued to bless Israel. Eventually, he brought the Messiah, Jesus, out of them and brought salvation to the world. Um, and, you know, so God keeps his promises. And we need to be looking and watching and waiting on that. Um, what, what do you think about, Tim, when you, you think about the situation Israel was in uh, and they hear this verse? Uh, what jumps out to you? Well, you know... <laughs> I think if I if I if I were is I guess it's hard to put myself in a, a modern day uh, American in the shoes of Israel way back then, but I kind of feel like you've got to be kidding, right? <laughs> is what I'd be thinking. Uh, you, we're in exile. We've been led into captivity, and you've got a good plan for us. Like, how is that even possible? Right. And then you you said just a minute ago, you know that um, it was seventy years, but God delivered them. Uh, out of that exile and they were they remained a nation they remained God's people through that time and so uh, that makes me think of, of you know my own my own suffering that I experienced that you know sometimes it, well it's really insignificant compared to what they went 70 through. years of captivity <laughs> years of captivity but that that this plan that God has it's a good plan says for i know the plans i have for you uh plans for good and not to harm you uh but that doesn't mean it won't be hard for us right um, and and that's a hard word uh that, plans take time to work out whatever plan is is yeah it implies it's not instantaneous right, right plan right, yeah. takes time it has steps and obstacles and things you have to go through right yes yeah and, like you probably have an educational plan for your master's degree just because there's a plan doesn't make it like, oh, well, piece of cake. I have a plan. Yeah. And so suffering years, 70 years <laughs> later of suffering, I might be done. <laughs> You're not on the 70 year plan, right? Maybe the I, seven year plan. But I uh, hope not. <laughs> but yeah, what is that verse? You're like a walking Bible sometimes, Tim. So faith is uh, belief in uh, what? substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen or whatever. Yes. Um, evidence of things yeah. not seen. And, and so here they are. They have to have faith with a statement like that. Like you were saying, you could have the 
the cynical reaction of you've got to be kidding me, right? You got to, you got to be kidding me that uh, Babylon's right in front of my face. And you're telling me to believe in this plan, this hope 70 years down the road. Uh, how can I see that? But that's what faith is, right? Trusting yeah. God, uh, yeah. despite what's right in front of you. Sometimes trusting that God's invisible plan and God's invisible will and love is more real and more better frankly. Uh, yes. I love, I love one that's more better. Um, <laughs> that's not proper English. I know that, but I, I still love it. Um, but I, I think too, that uh, it's so great that, that we have the scripture because when, when we look at the scripture, what we see is God's unfolding plan coming to fruition. And as many times as the Israelites uh, or the Hebrew people walk away from God, God never walks. He, he doesn't walk away from them and, and he keeps fulfilling the promise. And so this, this hope that they have is it's not this wishful thinking uh, of, Oh, I just hope, you know, that this turns out right for us and God's got a good plan. It's anchored in the truth of who God is and Amen. how he has acted historically in the life of his people. Um, and for us today, we're, we're, I mean, we're a part of a continuation of that story. And so we can have a confident expectation of God's good plan for our lives, because we can see through the scriptures historically that he has been steadfast in his love. He's been patient. He's, uh, he has loved us and been good to us since the beginning um and we can trust in that so yeah there's my sermonette sorry amen no that's that's good you know uh and that's the hope we're not we're not uh, on this first sunday of advent we're not advocating wishful thinking like just you know magical thinking wish the virus away or something like that or just wish your pain of grief would go away or that's not what Christian hope is. It's it's trusting God in the midst of all of life, especially the dark seasons, that God is still good and always keeps his promises. And he's a God that we know is good because the scriptures tell us not only did he make life, but that when we were yet sinners, he died for us. Like he came into life for us, became human for our sakes, uh, draw, drew all of our consequences upon himself defeated the evil powers of this world and and rose victoriously to give us new life and to say hey though you did the worst to me i'm inviting you into my kingdom still you know i'm yeah. i'm making you heirs with me yes. i mean yeah. you're going to be co-heirs with my son jesus christ uh because that's yeah. what i want the end of december i'm excited for it. that god's good plan is that i want you to be in my family in my kingdom I'm making you co-heirs with Christ and I'm going to keep that promise. And the evidence is in my word and in my son, Jesus Christ. And I'll leave the Holy spirit as a down payment. So, you know, all of this is true. Amen. So, so God, God is good. So we both got a little sermon there. I know. I know. Gosh. Yeah. 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 Advent is a good season folks. It's, it's not just preparation for Christmas. That's, that's not really its intent. I know this is when we prepare for Christmas in, in, in America these days, but it's, it's, it's really the start of a new year and the start of a new year for your soul. It's a time of really looking at your life and looking at, at, at the scriptures and, and, and examining, am I 
really looking to God's plan and what he wants for my life? Am I really trusting in his promises? If he were to return right now, am I really expecting the kingdom of God to come? Um, am I living uh, in the kingdom that's already here, the kingdom of, of God right here and now? So looking at those things, reflecting on that in the season of Advent, as we approach the celebration of the, the, the birth of Christ, which is a wonderful celebration. But we do this deep reflection in Advent, right? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to we focus on hope this week and then peace and then joy and then love. And it's going to be an awesome journey. Yes. Um, cool. Awesome. Anything else, Tim? Gosh, no, that was great. And I feel great right now. So do you feel encouraged? <laughs> OK, good. To you, good. you preached to me. Yeah, it was oh, good, man. That was good. You didn't preach at me more often, man. You had some fire there. Oh, I'm hoping to see the fire December 27th. Tim Tim Seaver's next sermon, folks. So gear it up. Cool. Well, we should probably just wrap things up then. So let's do it. Hey, well, thank you. Thank you, Pastor Corey, uh, for joining us on the show. Thank you uh, to our listeners and viewers for, for watching and listening. Uh, we're so glad you could join us. This has been Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey coming to you from our Zoom studios. And we hope you have a blessed Thanksgiving and a happy new year, which starts this Sunday. Uh, yeah. So we'll- A deep reflective advent to you, deep Tim. Reflective advent, yes. See you next time. <laughs>